You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. Well, welcome to another episode of Good Life, Great Life. And so today we have a very special guest. We have Anna Moss. Welcome to the program, Anna. Thank you. Great to be here. Awesome. So Anna's got a pretty unique experience and she's going to tell us a little bit about her uh, experience of starting her own business and traveling the world. And so Anna, what, what's, what's your background and why, why did you want to start your own business in the first place? Uh, so my background is in linguistics. I did my bachelor's in linguistics. And after that, I knew I wanted to teach. So I got a certification on uh, teaching English as a foreign language. And pretty soon after college, I got a job teaching English online to adults, actually. And so I uh, just kind of could take my computer with me anywhere. And so I did. Uh, my husband is from England. So we spent a while traveling around Europe. Um, I was teaching. And after a couple of years of that, I applied as a joke for a job in Thailand. And then I got it. So I said, well, uh, OK, I guess, guess we're moving to Thailand. Um, and there it was a little different. Um, I was teaching test prep for international students who wanted to move from Thailand to study in the US. Um, and I ended up really enjoying it, which was sort of a surprise to me because I always felt like, you know, the SAT is always the bad guy in, in uh, progressive education circles. But what I found was as a tutor, it really was sort of an ideal learning situation because as a teacher in a classroom, you're the person giving out the grades and, you know, the students might say, oh, you know, why did you give me a B? I really should have had an A. And, and you know, then that doesn't feel good either to have to rate your students. It feels sort of antagonistic sometimes. Um, but with test prep, nobody ever says oh is this going to be on the test because of course it's going to be on the test um so in many ways i have students who come to me they have a goal they want to reach they have something they want to learn and they see me as a resource to help them get there which is really i think what what we all want as educators um, we want to work with the students to help teach them stuff they actually want to learn that will actually help them reach their goals so i really kind of fell in love with it in thailand and um, after that, I said, you know, this is what I want to do. So I got my master's in psychology and education uh, at Cambridge. And then I moved back here to America to start my own tutoring business full time. So tell us about about that. I mean, um, you know what what because there's a lot of things you can you can do with with uh, with your background. And so uh, and tell us about that decision making process of wanting to start your own business and and what were the challenges with that? 
Sure. Uh, so the decision, well, it was it was hard. It was something that I'd been thinking about for a long time. Uh, I'm very independent minded. I like to, you know, I like to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I like to know that the system is working exactly as it should. Um, I was sometimes in situations where I felt that, um, you know, I was supposed to be teaching one thing to a student and I felt, no, they've really got knowledge gaps. They need to do something at a much lower level, which, you know, the bosses don't like. They say, no, their parents want them to be doing this advanced stuff. So they can't do the advanced stuff. It's not helping them. It's just making them fail over and over. Um, So I really just wanted to be able to teach my students the best way that I, I could. Um, and additionally, uh, money was an issue as well. Uh, in especially in America, actually, in in Asia, they really pay SAT tutors well because we're fairly rare there. Um, uh-huh. so it's an American test, but in America, um, I mean, tutoring companies that that I worked for a long time ago were charging parents hundred thirty dollars an hour, and then turning around and paying me eighteen dollars an hour. Um, and I, I said, well, somebody's getting swindled yeah. here, right? The parents yeah. <laughs> think they're getting someone who's worth $130 an hour. I'm getting, you know, $18 an hour. What's going on here? Um, I'm like, well, if this is the going rate for tutoring, then why not just do that? I don't have to deal with any red tape. I can teach however I think is best for the students and I can actually earn a living that I can live on. So it, it really was just a matter of doing some research and getting up the courage to do it. That, um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I mean, was that was that a scary decision that you that you had to make to kind of go out there on your own and, um, and overcome some, so you kind of kind of your own psyche to uh to to find that courage and, and start your business it was it was really hard and i'm very lucky that uh, when we moved to america and my husband got his green card and he got a job with health insurance and he said you know i know you can do this i can support us for the first year um and he said you know if your business totally flops which it won't but if it does that's okay give it a year and it was really helpful because after you know a couple of months where I'm trying to research marketing and starting a business and licenses and all this stuff, and you know it was a little bit slow at first. And he said, "Give it a year, mm-hmm. give it a year, and then we'll talk." And um, it was really, really helpful to have that support. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a couple couple lessons in there. I, I think um, you know, giving it a year. Uh, is good advice for everyone because a lot of people want that immediate success. They want to be that overnight sensation, and they think like, "Well, gosh, if I'm not having positive cash flow in 30 days, then I I need to give up and do something else." And I think that was good advice from your from your husband. I think for most entrepreneurs, is like, "Hey, give give yourself at least a year to to get good and uh, and uh, uh, build your build your skills in this." Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was definitely like the tutoring, you know, I can do a sleep, but just the the business stuff was something I never really considered entrepreneurship. I never thought I would have my own business. Um, I, I sort of thought I would go into research, really, or, you know, be a professor. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the, the whole business side was just a real learning curve. But I feel like I'm finally starting to get into it now after what a... Uh, 
two and a half years or so, um, starting to, to understand what marketing things work, what don't, um, you know, just all that stuff. Yeah, because I, I mean, there's obviously lots of lessons. I mean, what, what are some of the biggest things that, that you, you kind of learned uh, or things that you didn't know before that you're kind of a master at now? Because, um, well, again, people don't give themselves the time or the consistency that you have over, over two and a half years to get to a point where you ha- now have that successful business. Um, so some things I've learned. Well, from the beginning, I went into it saying, I'm not willing to put a lot of money into this yeah. uh, because, you know, I just felt like I'm, I'm just a very frugal person. And ultimately, I mean, I did put money into it in that I got myself a master's degree in psychology and education. And so that was sort of the upfront money. And, and after that, I said, you know, boy, we are broke. Um, <laughs> so we, I started off with no expenses, basically. Um, at the time before COVID, I was going to students' houses and doing tutoring there. So I got secondhand equipment, um, only what I needed. Uh, I did buy books for students. That was pretty much my only expense. I didn't, use, I didn't buy an office. Uh, I just went to students' houses. Now I do primarily online tutoring, which has been going really, really well. Um, so I'll probably continue. But again, um, Keeping costs low, I think, really helped at first, because now that I've got a pretty regular cash flow, now I'm paying a lot for advertising. Well, not a lot by business standards, but, you know, I know it works and I can put money into it. But starting off, I really felt like I don't want to be in the hole for this. Mm. So I essentially I had basically no expenses other than business insurance and like licenses. Um, so when I made a thousand dollars a month, $2,000 a month, that was fine. That was all coming in. Um, so I'd say don't feel pressure necessarily to scale up too fast. And in fact, that's something that I was kind of surprised by that, uh, you don't need to be a huge multi-million multinational company to make a living doing what you love. Um, you can just, I mean, I don't plan to really hire too many people. I have an intern. Uh, I might hire a teaching assistant, but it's not my goal to be the next Huntington Learning Center. It's not my goal to have franchises all over the country. My goal is just to make a living doing what I love. And it turns out that's actually not as hard as it seems. And I guess in turn, I mean, that gives you, you know, you're doing what you love which is a great benefit. You, you control your schedule and your flexibility and what you want to do with this. And, and I, I see that as a great benefit and what a lot of people are looking for right now in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Being able to work from home. Well, everybody's working from home now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to continuing being able to travel all that stuff. Now, was it a lot of hours in the beginning? I mean, were you working you know, uh, just around the clock to get it up and running or were you, were you, did you kind of have a flexible schedule when you guys started as well and then didn't, then did it taper off? So it's more hours now, actually. Okay. Um, because at the beginning, I, I did set myself a requirement. I said, I'm going to work on the business 40 hours a week, no matter what. So at first, um, when I hadn't gotten that many students yet, because I'd only just moved back to the United States. I'd been away for years. Um, so nobody really knew me. Um, 
I might only be teaching for three, four hours a week. Um, if somebody canceled less than that, but I said, I'm going to just dedicate 40 hours a week to this business. So I would read books. I did some online classes on starting a business, entrepreneurship, marketing, all that stuff. Um, but now, I mean, last summer, summer is definitely test prep season because they're not in school. So I was working 14 hours a day, just teaching sometimes. Uh, so I'm really getting to the point now where I'm starting to have to think about work-life balance and like that's that's kind of the difficulty as well like oh no how do you uh i don't know what this summer is going to be it's going to be hard <laughs> i mean you just threw out a couple of, of other great lessons i think for entrepreneurs uh i mean you you said you're going to work 40 hours no matter what and and a lot of people um so you're you're kind of dedicating yourself you're kind of time boxing um and, and saying i'm gonna i'm gonna devote 40 hours a week to developing this business no, no matter what which i think I think is important for people, especially starting at starting a new business. And the other one that you mentioned, you, I mean, you said you, you self-educated, you read some books uh, on that. And, and that's a lot of, I think that's, that's common with most entrepreneurs is they go out there and seek further education because they don't know what they don't know. And then there's one, a lot of wonderful books out there. Was there a particular book or two that kind of stuck out that really helped you? Well, I'd say the classic four hour work week, of course, um, sort of the Bible of these things. Uh -huh. I read that years ago and it really it planted a seed. Um, one resource that I think everybody should know about is the SBDC, the Small Business Development something. Um, I know every state, <laughs> yeah. every state has one and it was just so helpful. I had no idea that those resources were out there until I talked to a friend who's a marketing professor and she said, oh, have you reached out to them? I said, who? Um, but I got a totally free business advisor and she helped me put together a business plan. She helped me decide on pricing and just she really just helped me get from, hey, maybe I should start a business to, OK, here are my steps. And it was completely free. And there were also classes that I took through the SPDC. Um, the University of Delaware also, I know all the state universities will probably have some classes you can do for free. Some I went to a cybersecurity for small business conference. I think I was the only person who wasn't presenting, but there was yeah. food and uh, I learned some <laughs> stuff. That's great. So yeah, a lot of good re free resources out there for people that uh, you, you didn't even realize. And I, I know there's lots of organizations out there. And again, a lot of them are no costs. Um, or very minimal cost to to belong uh, to those. And of course, all those books, a lot of those books are available fairly inexpensively online. You can have an Amazon overnight. Yeah, I got mine from the library. Yeah, I was going to say, go to the library and because all the classics uh, are there and they're classics for a reason. They're, they're, they're some of them, like one of my favorites, uh, Think and Grow Rich. I mean, when I first read that, I didn't, I didn't know the background of the author and I, I, I didn't realize that it was written almost 100 years ago, and everything he was saying back then uh, is is completely still true uh, today uh, in that book. And so that's that's why that one's always a classic as well. I haven't read it. I'll have to. Take oh yeah, put put that one on on your list for sure. <laughs> that's uh, um, that's one of my favorite ones out there. It's about it's about your mindset, you know, and and uh, you've brought up a lot of good examples of the mindset you had. I mean, I love your motivation that, hey, wait a minute, you're collecting $130 an hour and for my time and I'm only getting $18 of that. And that's great motivation to say, well, what if I go out on my own, I can get a bigger 
bigger piece of that pie and then get all the things that you talked about, about having the work flexibility and doing doing what you love. And so that's that's what's so inspiring uh, uh, to me. I'm glad to, I'm glad that inspired you to do what uh, what you're doing today. How can our audience get in touch with you or learn more about you? Or maybe they're looking for tutoring services and uh, uh, and need your help. How can they uh, reach out to you? Sure. Uh, so people can email me at Anna at mindthetest.com. Um, and my website is www.mindthetest.com. It's like mind the gap, but uh, test. And I also am on Facebook, facebook.com slash mind the test. I am on Instagram and Twitter, but I don't use them that much. So Facebook is probably better. Awesome. Great stuff. Well, a lot of good lessons in there and I really enjoyed our conversation. Anna, our guest today has been Anna Moss, who is an entrepreneur and has uh, started a very uh, successful tutoring business on her own. Thank you so much for being with us today, Anna. Thank you for having me. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.